Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson. We are diving into our encounter with God time, but before we do, we have a quiz question. Hi, Imananji quiz. Let's, it's time for what? the quiz. <laughs> is that what that means? Is that Japanese? Yeah. It was, I just got to say, this is one of my favorite experiences before uh-huh. you do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. So I go to the uni care group, right? Uh-huh. I'm, I've never been before here in Newcastle because Lawson's like, hey, you should come. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to come. So I come to the care group. <clears throat> There's like maybe like eight, nine people, maybe 10 people, maybe more. Yeah. And uh, half of them are Japanese. Oh, like four of them. Well, pretty close to half. And then... <laughs> Lawson starts teaching me how to speak Japanese or trying to teach me. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I should learn from all of these people who are actually Japanese. And and even when they tried, he was like, no, no, no. You should learn from I me. did not say <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no. no. that, that didn't happen. But I think I I reserve the right to teach as a as a as a as an Australian. Australian. A, as a white person. <laughs> Who knows some Japanese? I I can teach other white people some Japanese. If I'm going up to some Japanese person and I'm like, "Hey, yeah, so you say," this doesn't even have anything to do with white people, but people like, "Hey, I I know enough to be able to say something to someone." Like, yeah, no, it was cool. I gotta admit, you know, you're Japanese because I I will say this: everything that you taught me, I then looked at all the Japanese people and I was like, "Hey, is what he's saying actually correct?" And they were like. Yes. And yeah. I was like, yeah. Because I okay. I know what's up. I know. What's I was up. just I was just fact checking, man. Yeah. I'm just fact checking with the source. Yeah. There's just yeah. There's just a bunch of Japanese people in my uni. I just spend lots of time with. There them. really is, and it's actually kind of cool. It's super cool, and I just ask them all the time. I'm just like, how do you say this? How do you say this? How do you say this? And I found that Japanese is a language to learn how to speak is quite easy because the lang the the accent is quite easy. Okay. Like the 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 words totally are quite easy to understand. But reading it and grammar that's a bit more tough. But hey, let's get into our next clue for the quiz. Okay. In the book of Revelation, God calls God calls his people out of where? He says, "Come out of somewhere." <laughs> That place. I, I'm, I'm really. Not I'm not going to say the name. I want to say it. No, Zero four. Say it. Uh, Come <laughs> out L- of there. Lyle says he gets itchy teeth. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you can win Bibleopoly. I think you could probably play this on the ski lift at Perisher. Oh, if, if you if you get really creative and you have a really fast game, you know you could you could play it on the. I think you would lose parts. Uh, you could play it on the ski lift. Maybe I, in the ski lodge. I think that you could have played it on top of Uluru, but they've shut that down. You you, you can't you, you can't go to the top anymore. Oh, that's um, and you probably could play it with penguins at the Saint Kilda Pier. That sounds actually super fun. And I just want to go back to itchy teeth, I, Lyle. Lyle is a redneck, I gotta yeah. say. This guy, because only my kind of folk would say itchy teeth. Like, I'm uh-huh. just like, that's something my, I can see my grandma be like, oh, that boy got some itchy teeth. Yeah. So, like, that's definitely my kind of people. So, Lyle, keep working on the kitchen, but <laughs> send us in some, uh, some redneck, some more redneck lingo. Uh, some, some uh, philosophy, some, some Aussie bogan. Yeah, lingo. that's what that's what word. Yeah, bogan. bogan. That's right. Yeah. So he's not a redneck. I'm a redneck. He's bogan. Oh, yeah, there we go. Correct. Okay. Hey, well, good job again. That number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine in the Book of Revelation. God calls His people out of where. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm getting those itchy teeth. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to say it, <laughs> but we're not going to. No, we're not going to. Uh, we're going to leave that for the quiz points, and mm-hmm. we're going to dive into, we're going to do our next Bible study here. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to go? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we have text messages. Oh, we do. Come on, Blake. Ah! Blake, I'm we have people who try to talk to us. Come on, man. I just man. saw that actually as well, too. Okay, mm-hmm. hey, this is from Bruce uh, in reference to that identity theft story that we talked Oof. about before. Yeah. It made me think of in Matthew when Jesus is being tempted by Satan, and Satan says, if thou be the Son of God. But Jesus was confident and secure in his identity, and we can be confident under his identity too. Ooh, I like that, Bruce, for sure. So all the way back then, like Satan's trying to question this identity, but uh, when you're confident in Jesus, and Jesus was confident in himself and his identity, it can give us that confidence as well, too, that we can trust our identity in him. Thank you so much, Bruce, for sharing. And thank you to everyone who texts us and lets us know they're listening. Um, I I love, love when people are, are walking and they are listening as well, too. So maybe if you're walking and listening, all you got to do, send an emoji of someone walking. I just want to see if anyone can send an emoji <laughs> Of someone walking to 0491-064-669. It's one of my favorite emojis when mm. they're just like, or the running one as well, too. So mm. send that in, 0491 064 669 mm-hmm. uh, here at Faith FM. We're going to dive into our Bible study time. And I think I want to start it mm-hmm. with a quote. Uh-huh. One of okay. my favorite yeah, authors. Is that okay? Uh, so this is from a book called Steps to Christ, one of my favorite Authors, I really, really love her. Uh, She's really good. Uh, E.G. White. Mm -hmm. Here's a quote. There were whole villages where there was not a moan of sickness in any house. For he had passed through them and healed all their sick. His work gave evidence of his divine anointing. Talking about Jesus. Love, mercy, and compassion were revealed in every act of his life. His heart went out in tender sympathy to the children of men. He took man's nature that he might reach man's wants. The poorest and humblest were not afraid to approach him. Even little children were attracted to him as well, too. Mm. I I just love that picture of Jesus uh, in Capernaum. We got a walking emoji as well, too. Sorry, I just want to <laughs> shout say out. shout out to that as well, too. Thank you. Keep sending them in. Mm. Um, but I just love this picture of Jesus going into a town, like one one person goes mm-hmm. into a whole town and the whole town is changed. There's no yep. more sick people, no more hurt people, mm-hmm. no more, you know, d- depression out the window, anxiety mm-hmm. gone, you know, paralysis whew, disappeared. Mm-hmm. And even death mm-hmm. goes away as well, too. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, that's kind of where we're going to pick up the story, I think, mm-hmm. here in Luke 7 today. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about. We've been talking about resurrections, mm-hmm. right? And Pre- preceding Jesus, preceding Jesus. So resurrections before the resurrection, mm-hmm. and we've been spent a lot of time in the Old Testament in the OT. We are now moving into the New Testament, the New T here in Luke chapter seven, mm-hmm. and we're going to start in verse eleven. Would you read that for us, Lawson, please? In verse eleven, the Bible says, "Soon afterwards, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain, and a large crowd followed him." At a funeral procession, uh, sorry, a funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son, and a large crowd of the village was with her. When the Lord saw her, 
His heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin, touched it, and the bearers stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. Great fear swept the crowd, and they praised God, saying, A mighty prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people today. And the news about Jesus spread throughout all Judea and the surrounding countryside. Wow. Mm. This this is like one of those power stories like you know i kind of i kind of view the gospels like this is you know this is a series that i'm watching while i'm reading right and this series is just like we've gotten to this place where we can see there's this power that jesus has he's Mm. healing people he's helping people to feel alive and well again and then in this moment of capernaum uh and and the the areas of uh all around you know all through the uh the surrounding areas of Jerusalem, they're in Israel. Places are getting totally healed and mm. things are changing. And then we see this, the mm. funeral pr- procession. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a funeral procession. Mm. Um, that's a hard word, procession. Procession, procession. yeah. yeah we, I stumbled over yeah, it. It's yeah, it's a, a little tongue twister. But mm-hmm. I was in uh, Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. and I've been to a few of these uh, processions, and they, they do it. It's very different than they do it here in Australia or in America, in the Western culture, there's just like a train of people. You know, they're mm. carrying the body down the road or down the street or wherever they're going to the to the graveyard. And it's a lot, it's sad. Mm. Like this is a very sad event. It's somber. And in these moments, that's where the, the sting of death is. Mm-mm-mm. And this is where we need Jesus. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Do they do open casket in Zimbabwe? Sometimes, depending on the situation. I was talking to my friend yesterday. This person is from Asia, well, Japan. Uh And they were saying when their grandfather died, he was like, they took the body home and had it in the home Mm. before then taking it to the funeral, and then pretty much everyone in Japan gets cremated. Yeah. And, but, yeah, that's that's wild. Well, I, the cremation part is different, but everything prior to that, that's exactly how it was wow. in Zimbabwe. Because in Australia, it's not like that at all. Yeah, so, uh, so when my daughter's grandmother passed away, like she, there was maybe 1,500 people at her funeral. Like this woman wow. was like the... She was uh, Dorcas for that community, essentially. Uh-huh. Like, they loved her. Like, oh. you know, she, she was just this power person. And, and she was amazing, amazing woman. And what happened, you know, with that procession as well, too, like, exactly, they bring the body home, and there's mourning, and, and there's a time for that grief. And we talked about grief, uh, I think, yesterday with Jennifer mm. Skews as well, too. Um, and I do think that it's an important part of the the whole grieving process of death mm. but in coming back to the story you know probably a big procession of people the body is being carried and then in the middle of this ceremony with all these people there i'm just trying to imagine this when i was in zimbabwe watching this happen you know how awkward would it be or how weird or how just strange would it be like hey no more crying mm. do not weep everyone stop crying like if someone said that 
at a few, like we, we sometimes read this and be like, ha ha, do not weep, you know, mm. like, and we're just like, oh yeah, the Bible's just telling that story. Like, no, no, no. In the moment, if some random, random dude just like, says, stop hey, crying. Stop crying. Yeah. That's you know, crazy. That's, it's crazy. Mm. Like, that's a very strange thing, right? And then, but then he backs it up mm. and he, so don't cry. Then he walks over. Cause I'm, I want to tell you right now, from the time that he said, do not weep. What's your version saying? It says, don't cry. Right. So don't cry. From that time until he says, young man, I say to you, arise. And what's your version saying? Mine says in between that. It says, then he walked over to the coffin and touched it. That's the in between part that I want to talk about. Uh. From the time that he says, do not cry or do not weep to the time that he says, young man, I say to you, arise. No one said anything. I guarantee it. Mm. Like this is a, like this would have been a moment. For these people, like we're going through a funeral procession, he goes, "Do not cry." Yeah, just like dead silent. Yeah, and then he walks over, mm-hmm. just gently, and goes and touches it and says, mm-hmm. "Young man, arise. Get up." Yeah, yeah I say to you, arise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives me shivers down my spine when I think mm-hmm. about that. Like th- this is like these are the kind of defining moments, you know. That I, I don't know. Have you? I don't know if you've ever seen The Chosen. Mm-hmm. Um, great, great show uh, about the whole, uh, basically the Gospels. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to be careful, though, like make sure you read the Bible because this mm-hmm. is even better. Um, mm-hmm. And But this is, just reminds me of this amazing, dramatic event that happens that Jesus, do not cry, mm-hmm. gently walks over. Young man, I say to you, arise. Mm-hmm. That is powerful. And that is just this resurrection that happens. And then we pick it up the story. So yeah. in uh, verse 15, so he, he, he who was dead sat up and began to speak mm. and he presented him to his mother. <sighs> I've never seen this. I've never seen a dead person rise again. No, but the, I've seen, I've actually seen quite a few dead people, sadly in mm. my time, like um, family members and, mm. you know, <laughs> it was crazy. I, I don't know. Do we, I think we have time for this. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to share this story. Yeah. So this is a little crazy. So I went surfing with my brother Christian uh, in Santa Cruz, California. And we he he's an early bird. And I'm not an early bird, which is crazy because I'm doing the breakfast show now. And I'm having to reorganize my DNA to Amen. get up every morning. Mm-hmm. But um, we go surfing in the morning. And it's early. It's like 5 in the morning before the sun rises, right? Mm-hmm. We're walking. Like we get in our wetsuits. It's, it's foggy in Santa Cruz as well, too, and it's cold on the feet, and you're walking across. There's moisture on the ground, and, and it's just me and my brother, and we're walking out, and we, we go to where the stairs are to walk down there. It's called Pleasure Point. It's my f- favorite spot to surf there in Santa Cruz. But right next to the, ba- the public bathrooms, there's, like, showers and stuff. There's a guy. He's just sitting there chilling, and I go – like, I, we walk past him, and I say, hey, like, in my mind – I actually believe it's the Holy Spirit. Like, you should go over and say hi to him. But I was like, nah, going surfing. You know, like, I just felt like I should go very strongly. I should go and see him and talk to him. But I was like, nah, going surfing. So I go for surfing. And, and we get back, and then it's 9 a.m. Like, so we surf from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. It's yeah. four hours. As we're walking back, I see this guy, and he's sitting there in the same exact position. And then I go, well, that's weird. So I put my surfboard down and I just kind of walk over to him and I put my hand on his shoulder. I say, Hey, it's time to wake up, bro. Like, you know, just like, Hey, good morning, man. Like, how's it going? And as I put my hand on his shoulder, it's, it's cold to the touch. 
and, he, and he's stiff. Mm. And then I kind of shake him a little bit like, hey, whoa, you know, like I'm a little, I'm startled. Like, yeah. uh, 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 you know, yeah. and as I, it was, it was real. I never forget this. It was very sad. Uh, I, I kind of pushed him to the side and then his head flopped over. And then all in the same moment, I looked at his feet and they were blue. His lips were blue. And as his head went to the side, he had a, a surf leash wrapped mm. around his neck. Mm. Um, and it was crazy. Like, I mean, he was dead. Like mm. he was fully uh, dead and, and it really caught me off guard. It really impacted me. Um, I went, I just jumped back and I was, I was freaking out about a whole bunch of things. I even was like scared. Cause I was like, ah, oh, my fingerprints are on it. Like, you know, I was like, ah, they're going to say that I did this. You yeah. know, like all these crazy things go through your head. And then I got my brother to call the police. We called him. We had to fill out a, a file, a report and, you know, I don't know if he was alive when we walked by the first time. I, mm. I don't think that he was. Um, mm. But it was this moment of rebuke. Mm. Like, hey, the Holy Spirit was telling me, go and check on this person. Mm. And I and I didn't listen and what surfing had said. And it really kind of impacted me and made me start to think, hey, you know what? I need to be more attentive and more receptive to the Holy Spirit mm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was, that was this time. And when, a, when you see a dead person or when, cause death is all around us. This is a mm-hmm. very real thing. It, it has an impact on us in such a negative way because we're not designed to die. Mm-hmm. We're designed to live for mm-hmm. eternity. Mm-hmm. Death is not a natural thing. Mm-hmm. It is part of nature, mm-hmm. but that's part of a fallen sinful nature. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about Darwin earlier as well too. You know, life doesn't come from death. That's the theory of evolution. Mm. Life begets life. Yeah, that's God created us to live for eternity with him in the garden. Mm. So sorry, a little side note there, but it just, that that whole story made me realize like death is a very unnatural thing. And when, when we face it as human beings, it impacts us in a mighty way. Yeah. But you know, it's even more unnatural because like personally i've never seen a dead body i've never had that experience and that's super gnarly uh to hear about but you know what's even crazier you know what's even more unnatural dead people coming back to life that's right and we then (laughs) read in verse 16 where it's like great fear swept the crowd the first thing is like great fear and i don't believe like it says and they and they praise god i think that was the, the next step, but at first, like that would be freaky. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like this uh, guy, son of Nain. Dude, he's no. he's just up. I'm back. Yeah, he gets up and he and he says, "So he who is dead sat up and began to speak." Yeah, began to speak. Like that's immediately like ah, you know. Yeah, and that's why the fear goes into everybody as well too. But it's interesting what happens after the fear. And then they, they praise God, saying, A mighty prophet has risen among us. God has visited his people today. And obviously, this amazing miracle was used then to spread Jesus and who he was and, and to platform him further. And it's at this time where he really comes into, like, already a great multitude of people are following him, but now they can hear, they've heard about a guy who can raise people from the dead. Mm. Uh, his name starts to spread throughout, you know, all, all over the place. Uh, and, and as a result of, you know, it's as a result of his miracles and particularly his raising from the dead, where he then started to be targeted 
by by the Pharisees and and whatnot because it's like this guy is doing crazy stuff, <laughs> like stuff we've never seen, and it scares and us. we can't do, and we can't do this. Yeah, and we're scared, but for sure, incredibly powerful. Oh. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Balsam Range. The Touch, and you're listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Lawson, and my headphones are wrapped around this microphone. No, they're not. Yeah, well, not I just, I just got they're, it they're, they're good now. Yeah, but it was a little bit scary there for a moment. I was, mm-hmm. having, a, I was having a moment, okay? I was a little scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question. Let's have our final question for the quiz today. Paul wanted us to know that not only small matters that pertain to this life we will judge, sorry, not only small matters that pertain to this life, but we will. We are also going to judge who? Ooh, 0491064669 is the number to call or text. If you know the answer to that one, if you do, you'll go into the draw to win Bibleopoly. You could play Bibleopoly <laughs> on one of Elon Musk's spaceships that are bound for Mars. That would be awesome. I... But that would be the last Bibleopoly game you would play because you're not coming back. Because you're not coming. Well, I mean, you could play it over there. Well, if they make it. If they, if they make <laughs> if it. If happens. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, or, wild stuff. Wild or, stuff, Alon. Where else could you play Bibleopoly? Surely there's one more place where you could play it that's just really amazing. Um, <laughs> let's see. That one's pretty good. You could play Bibleopoly while hanging upside down in a uh, faulty roller coaster. At Dreamworld. No, you couldn't. Yes, you could. I would be throwing up. You just have to believe. <laughs> but hey, 0491 is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one. If you do, you'll go into the draw two in Bibleopoly. And again, that question was, Paul wanted us to know that not that we judge not only the small matters that pertain to this life, but we are also going to judge who. Mm. I've got some... Speaking of who, I'm going to talk about some who people here that I am excited about. Uh-huh. Uh, Elizabeth. Uh-huh. She sent a walking emoji. Wow. Shout out. Shout out, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. We are so pumped to hear you or to see you through the emoji. That's right. Walking. Getting that exercise done. Getting, Getting that done. There. Good stuff. And listening to us as well, too. So hopefully you're still walking and still listening. Thank you so much. Getting those steps in. I also got this. This is I love this. I have not seen this emoji for a while. Mm-hmm. Broom emoji, apple emoji. Mm-hmm. Not walking, but cleaning the kitchen and making school lunches while listening. Suzanne. Thank you, Suzanne, for making school lunches and cleaning the kitchen. Uh, you know, that, that counts as walking. Mm-hmm. You're just walking around. Walking mm-hmm. around. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you. Shout out so much for our listeners who uh, are paying attention and who are uh, being a part of our community. Because that's really what we want to build here on Faith FM is a community of believers that we can all grow closer to Jesus together mm. as we study the word and see what's happening in the world around us. Mm. Uh, looks like we have another text message coming through as well, too. Another walking emoji. But I don't see who that one's from. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's coming Someone, someone, an anonymous walking emoji. Mm-hmm. Are you sure, Shell? That's not you, is it? Okay, she's over there. She's shaking her head. But uh, we are just getting a lot of these awesome walking emojis happening here. Mm. Uh, keep sending them in. 
People getting that exercise in. Getting that we exercise should get in. treadmills inside the Faith FM <laughs> studio. So I'm, that we, I'm ready. So that Sign me we up. can get walk, those steps in. We can walk yeah. while doing the show. We can participate. We I can would actually. With. I'd go for a nice little jog whilst whilst doing the getting show. A sneaky seven k. Yeah, sneaky. Getting a sneaky seven k in. And I'm like, so the verse one says, <laughs> like just being absolutely out of breath. That'd be wild. Promoting healthy life here on Faith FM. Amen. All right, so we're, we're talking about this person who gets resurrected. Yeah, that was pretty crazy, actually. It's absolutely wild. I, I do, I do want to just say while just I want to move, I want to move on here in just a little bit, mm. but I do want to say it would be absolutely wild mm-hmm. to see someone resurrected, and mm-hmm. we're going to see that when Jesus returns. Like mm-hmm. that, I'm really looking forward to that as well, too. But man, it would have been so crazy for that opportunity to see that young man come to life. And I think it's important for us to just keep that fear in mind. Mm. There's something about the power that God has over life Mm. that's fearful. You know, Mm. we're fearfully and wonderfully made, but to be resurrected and to experience that, there's an awe. It's inspiring. It's powerful. Yeah, that's right. It makes me think of situations and circumstances like, you know, the cloud by day and the fire by night or, you know, the parting of the Red Sea from the Exodus, like these amazing miracles happening. And there was time where even for God's people, like fear swept over them. I think of the story, um, I believe it's Elisha standing there with the, you know, the few soldiers as they're being surrounded and he shows them heaven's army who's protecting them yeah and they're just all free open open his eyes lord that he may see that's right and and it's just freaky because the power of god and the 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 ability that he has to do miracles like this is so over and above anything that we kind of know or understand you know in a in a natural sense that we experience there's you know there is so much that we just don't see and i'm not even talking spiritually i'm also talking you know just from um from a psychological perspective, from an emotional perspective, you know, God is doing so much for us that we're not even aware of. And in fact, I, this kind of reminds me of, we talked about the, the woman from Zarephath, mm. right? And the Shunammite woman, both of these women actually asked for help from mm. Elijah and Elisha, right? Mm. They were like, please help us. This situation is bad. Mm. You know, uh, with Elijah, she was like, you said that we would live, you know, Please make my son live again. The Shunammite woman was like, you're the one who prophesied I'd have this boy, like, come and help. You know, like, mm-hmm. they're just, like, begging him for help. But the widow of Nain, because this is where this, the story that we just read, this is the son of Nain who is resurrected here by Jesus, she's helped without even asking for it. Mm-hmm. And I really like to think that this helps us to understand God cares for us even when we're unable to feel uh, un- unable or feel unworthy mm. to ask him for help. So Jesus sees the problem and then he deals with it, mm-hmm. and which is very Christ-like because mm-hmm. this is who Jesus is. And so you who are listening right now as well too, for our listeners, I just want to say to you, you might have issues in your life. You might have problems in your life that you haven't even brought to the table to Jesus, mm. but he already knows. He already cares, and mm. he's already working on that situation for you right now. And we can see that evidence happening. Jesus, even sometimes when we don't ask, Jesus takes care of his children. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Now we're going to go and talk about Jairus's daughter. Yeah. Okay? I, I feel like we see a bit of a theme here. It's like all these children getting resurrected. 
That is true, actually. Yeah. So we've had three boys, uh-huh. but now we have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we don't have a lot of time for mm-hmm. this one. I can see that we're running out of time. But I, I just want to say, before we even get in this story, I'm a pretty, like, blokey dude. Yeah. Well, even though I'm American, I, I, are Americans allowed to be blokes? Yeah. Okay. You guys will let us? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty blokey. I, you know, I, I'm, I grew up, you know, kind of rough around the edges. You know, I, I used to ride horses, used to... Do all sorts of like hunting and fishing, equestrian, uh, you know. <laughs> blokey. <laughs> no, I, cool. I definitely well, that's it was cool. more cowboy. That's, we were oh, okay. we were wrangling Ye- steers. Okay. Yeah, um, but I didn't know how much I could cry until I had a daughter. Uh-huh. Right? I, I I was like I was like these these tear glands they don't drop. Uh-huh. Then I had a daughter, and now every time. I just hear a song or I see a movie or I read a book or mm. I see a piece of art. I'm just, I'm a mess, Lawson. Mm. I'm a mess. My daughter has made me a mess uh-huh. emotionally. And I think that happens. And I'm just feeling for Jairus here. And we're going to read, we're going to pick up this story tomorrow. Mm. But I, I, I can understand when his daughter passes away, I can totally relate. He would have been an absolute mess. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we're coming to the end of the day, which means we're going to have the question of the day. But are you reading answers first? That's right. I've got to get through these answers. got to get through these answers. Paul said in 2 Corinthians first day that, uh, chapter 8 that Jesus Christ was rich but for our sake became poor. Uh, complete the quote by Jesus. If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all, a servant of all. How many times did the little boy sneeze? It was seven times to indicate, Achoo. you know, Elisha, you know, to indicate that he was alive again after Elisha laid across him. In Revelation, God calls these people out of Babylon. And finally, Paul wanted us to know that we had to judge not only small matters that pertain to, matters that pertain to this life, but we are also going to judge angels. Who oh, deep. But hey, right now it is time for... Question of the day. I always dance during that part. It's it's just I can't control it. It's exciting. But Lawson, what's the uh, question of the day? Yeah, our question of the day relates to our Bible study yesterday. How did Elisha know what to do when he resurrected the boy uh, in in yesterday's Bible study? Okay, this, well, this boy who sneezed. Well, while you're thinking about that, I actually have to read some text messages that just came in. First one, sorry, I just got to share. I got to share this. We'll get back to the. We'll get back to that question. But when these texts come in, I got to share. Mm-hmm. First off, Braden says, "I'm gonna disagree with you, Lawson." Oh, he's paying attention now. Excuse he looks me? at me, eyes Excuse wide open. Me? Excuse me. I'm gonna disagree with you, Lawson. I don't think people coming back to life is unnatural. It might feel that way for us because we have been numb to death because of sin and seeing it every day. So around Jesus. Uh, life, even for the dead, is natural. Hmm. Okay, mm. that's very interesting. Sure. I, I think. I guess I just meant it from the perspective that I'm not walking down the street. You know, I've I know people who have died. I have, you know, I've never seen someone die. I've never seen a dead body, but I definitely don't know anyone who has come back to life. Right. 
Well, no, that that part is definitely like supernaturally. I mean, you know, there are people who kind of flatline and you know get hit with the yeah the what are those the paddles? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. get hit right in the face with the Just, paddles. Bam. Uh, the second one here is uh, this one's for Blake. And this for me, so cool. Uh, this is David from uh, Western Australia. He says, Blake, I have six kids. Good on you, mate. Three daughters. First, that really bring emotions to the surface because they're so cute. Uh, mm. I, I totally agree. Those mm. those daughters. I have a son and a daughter, and, and I will say that the daughter is the one who made me cry quite a bit. Mm. And she is so cute. So mm. shout out, David. And shout out to all the six kids. Good work. Mm. Uh, back to the question, talking about kids. Uh-huh. How did Elisha know what to do? Uh Okay. Going to be a little bit, this is going to be a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. This is my answer though. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found it in, it's in Isaiah 51, more of like a reference to it, but it's really in Luke chapter 11 uh, or Luke chapter 12, verse 11. It says, now when they bring you to the synagogues and magistrates and authorities, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say. Verse 12, for the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you Mm. ought to say. And I would actually, just further this point, I actually believe in the same sense, the Holy Spirit in that very moment taught Elisha exactly what he needed to do in that space and in that time. I think there's two things going on here. That story with Elisha, it does seem a little bit like CPR is going Mm. on. He's laying over the body, you know, putting his hands, uh, warming the, the... the, the face with his hands and praying and he's doing all the, and he's doing uh, mouth to mouth breathing as well too. I think there's that, but I also think there's a supernatural resurrection mm. power that's happening as well too. So it's kind of a, a little blend of medical work mm. and miraculous work mm. coming together. And that, that does happen. Like God gives us the, the medical uh, knowledge and ability to, help people in very difficult situations. But mm. I believe that God works through doctors many times as well too uh, for these miracles to take place uh, and to occur as well. It's kind of like the left hand, the right hand with your fingers interlocking, they come together. Mm. Which one is which? It's both working together for that beautiful resurrection power. Uh, but I do believe the Holy Spirit will teach us what we need to say and what we need to do in moments of crisis. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. With Blake and Lawson, we have come to the very end. Lawson, what's the gift? Well, as usual, we give away something at the end of the show absolutely for free. You don't need to answer any questions. You don't need to do anything other than just be fast. Okay. You just need a race to the phone. <laughs> So get those phones ready, 0491-064-669. We've been talking about death, we've been talking about the end, you know, how things how things wrap up. I have a book here, it's called The Rapture Delusions, Exposing Dangerous Errors About the End of the World. Mm. You know, the rapture and death, they're, they're two subjects that are very linked because essentially we're talking about, well, how is it that, you know, what happens to us, what happens to God's people at the end of the at the end of time, we see in the Bible that there's clearly this resurrection that takes place for the righteous when Jesus comes back. But again, there are some views out there, you know, as to the, the semantics of that. It's like, man, what, what what's going on here? So if they want to find out more, how do they get it? They're going to give us a call, 0491-064-669. All they have to do is call us and we'll give it to you for free. Wow. 
Um, you just have to be the first cause. I just would like to sh- uh, shout out to George. He sent this uh, super cool walking emoji earlier, and he's also sent us a little prayer request here. He says, pray for my beautiful 17-year-old daughter who is suffering with tonsillitis at mm. the moment. We're doing all the home remedies. Kind regards, George. Well, mm. George, thank you for sending a, that prayer request into our Faith FM community. Mm. I do want to encourage all of our listeners, uh, if you hear this prayer request, shout a, uh, send a prayer up to the Lord for mm. George's daughter, 17 years old with tonsillitis. Let's mm. see some healing in her life. And as we pray for her together, uh, to see God's miraculous healing power that we've been studying about mm. in the Bible. So thanks for listening to Faith FM, where we want to talk, talk faith, faith, live faith, faith act, act faith, faith and faith. you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. Amen. God be with you till we meet again. Fantastic stuff. As you go through this day, don't forget to talk faith, to live faith, to act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ.